Lightning fans, you've found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Happy Wednesday or whatever day you happen to be listening to the LightningInsider.com podcast. Eric Erlinson here from Lightning Insider. Dot com coming to you after Tuesday's game against the Dallas Stars, a 5-4 victory in overtime. Alex Kalorn with the winner. Steven Stamkos picks up the secondary assist on the play. That's career assist number 500 for the captain. Quite a milestone, uh, as the talk was after the game, for a guy who's known more for putting pucks in the net. He reaches the 500 assist mark uh, before the 500 goal mark. But the 500 goal mark is inching closer for him as well because he also scored a goal tonight as well. So he's getting closer to that 500 goal mark as well. As uh, we mentioned at the beginning of the year, it could be quite the year for Stamkos as he now hits the 500 assist mark, closing in on the 500 goal mark. Uh, will almost certainly hit the 1,000-point mark as well as the 1,000-game mark if everything goes uh, according to plan this season for him. So a uh, career assist number 500 for Steven Stamkos on Kalorn's winner. It was kind of, I'm going to say ironic, but Stamkos had set Kalorn up earlier in the overtime for two wide-open chances between the circles, and he wasn't able to elevate the puck Uh, on either of them, and Jake Ottinger made the save. So uh, kind of fitting, I guess, or ironic, whichever viewpoint you want to take on how the game winner went for Tampa Bay as they have now won back-to-back games coming off of the Sunday game uh, against the Washington Capitals. And they're going to give you a couple of my takeaways here from the game. Of course, if you're not a subscriber to my website, lightninginsider.com is... The website, I have monthly plans, I have yearly plans. Again, I keep harping on this. You want coverage of this team, I'm here for you. I'm here for you, but I have to, you know, you have to make money at this. I can't do this for free, right? I can't, I have to, I have to have something uh, go my way uh, in terms of being able to be around this team on a daily basis. So uh, if you're not a subscriber to the site, I encourage you to do so. I mentioned on the last podcast about the story on Brandon Hagel uh, and the the tattoos, the story behind the tattoos uh, that he has that's up there under the Daily Charge uh, category. Uh, I'm working on a story on Rudolph's Balsers uh, that I hope to post here in the next couple of days uh, as well. So again, daily coverage, stories behind the stories, analysts uh, analyzing uh, games as well. Uh, and if you want a $10 off a yearly subscription, use the code podcast when you sign up. Uh, again, podcast when you sign up for a yearly plan, I'll give you $10 off the first year of a subscription as well. Uh, all right, some thoughts uh, after the game. Uh, let's start with the one that I know a lot of people were, were talking about or probably still talking about uh, that fortunately did not come back to hurt them. Uh, But for the second time this month, the Lightning have a late third period lead and a power play opportunity, and they give up a shorthanded goal. Of course, the last time was against Carolina, where much different situation that 
They didn't. Uh, they give the puck away at the offensive blue line, lose track of it, ends up being a three-on-two, and the Carolina Hurricanes scored to tie that game and would go on to win it in a shootout on that one. Tonight was a little bit different. Uh, it was just, uh, look, guys were whiffing on pucks all night long. More than a few times. Nikita Kucherov did it. Steven Stamkos did it. Alex Kalorn did it. Victor Hedman did it. Uh, uh, more than a few times, they um, you know, they were just missing on pucks. Whether the ice was sticky or anything, I'm not sure. Uh, but this is what happened. Mikhail Sergachev, uh, as they were trying to do a breakout. And again, this is where some of the static play comes into it. Because while the mistake is Sergachev's, Right, he kind of whiffs on the puck and leaves it there for Radic Foxa uh, for a wide open chance between the circles. But why is Foxa so low in that situation? Because he knows what's going to take place. It's not hard to figure out the Lightning's breakout. It hasn't changed for a number of years. So Sergachev has two guys circle underneath him, and as he's being pressured, the idea is to drop the puck to two of the guys underneath of him. And normally that's Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point with the top power play unit. So he's trying to look for one of those. He's not able to connect on it. And it's it's just right there for Fox to take advantage of. And he beats Brian Elliott uh, to tie the game with about four minutes to go. So second time uh, in a month, they've allowed a shorthanded tying goal in the third period, late in the third period. But here's the difference. So what was one of the things that was talked about coming out of Friday's game against the Capitals? And we've seen this happen a couple of times this year as well. When things don't go their way, they've been sagging in their game, right? Like heads drop, body language drops, everything. You know, it, ha- it, it, was, it was a big topic of conversation coming out of Friday's game against Washington where they had the five-minute power play opportunity and they only get, uh, well, they don't score on it. And then, you know, halfway through, they don't take advantage of it. All of a sudden, Washington starts getting some chances shorthanded and they start putting some pressure on at the other end. And then Washington scores on a breakaway seven seconds after the power play expires and there was no response from Tampa Bay. That was talking, you go back to the L.A. game. In L.A., it was kind of the same thing. There wasn't enough push or fight in them to put themselves in position to find some positivity. Now, let's go to tonight, game number 16 of the season. And what what we saw was a team that didn't sag, right? They didn't sag despite giving up a goal completely created by a massive mistake and it could have deflated a team it can deflate a team and even even if they found a way to lose this game in overtime right Dallas had a three on one in the OT at one point that Victor Hedman was able to uh, suffocate as he uh, blocked the pass attempt across as he dropped to the ice uh, a very well timed drop to the ice so Dallas could have easily won the game the lighting didn't sag, though, after the Sergachev goal. And, you know, you talk to the players afterwards. It was pretty positive in the room, on the bench, rather. It was very positive on the bench, basically saying, hey, forget it. It happens. Let's go. 
There's still time on this power play. We still have a chance to win this game. That was just a tying goal. Let's move past it and get back to our game. And they didn't score on the power play. They still had you know, a number of uh, seconds left on the power play opportunity. They didn't take advantage of it, so they didn't get it back right away despite some great chances from Nikita Kucherov. Um, and that's something that maybe five, ten games into the season, maybe things would have been different. And, you know, you look for moments of growth in a team, and it, it takes a while to earn an identity, to figure out who you are as a team. And we're not there yet, but moments like that, especially coming off a game, you know, uh, four nights earlier, where you had a sag, where your game did drop when things didn't go your way. It's been a strength of this team over the last number of seasons, especially the past three, that they don't stray when things don't go their way. They maintain their composure, and they don't let things snowball. And in the early part of the season, it's not been that way, right? We've seen things snowball on them, especially on the power play. And they haven't maintained composure. We've seen guys with some frustration in their game. Right? So we've seen a lot of that early early stages of this season. And yet, here we were tonight in a... You know, it's one thing to not hold on to the lead with four and a half minutes to go in a game. It's another thing to not hold on to the lead the way they did in this game. Because that could have been a completely deflating moment because it's it's such a glaring error. It's one thing if a guy maybe is a, is a step too slow on a back check that leads to a goal... You know, that that's one thing, but for, for it to happen this way in the most... You talk about a spotlight directed completely on Mikhail Sergachev. And they didn't let it bother them. So I, that's, that's one thing I take out of this game uh, after they, you know, another monumental mistake ends up in the back of their net... There's still a lot of things they have to clean up. They still turn the puck over too much tonight. They're still allowing too many goals. I think this is the eighth consecutive game. They've allowed three or more goals in a game. So still areas to work on. This is not by any means a finished product. You know, they're more than rough around the edges. There's a lot of sandpaper that still needs to go on to smooth things out, especially in their own end. But you look for moments of growth, and I thought that not letting that goal affect them for the rest of the game, because it could have, but it didn't, and they find a way to pull out um, two valuable points against a pretty good Dallas team. You know, Dallas scores goals. They came in as a second highest scoring team in the league averaging 3.7 goals per game they get to 4 tonight fortunately the Lightning got to 5 you're not going to win a lot of games 5-4 in this league especially deeper and deeper into the season as we all know from the last couple years in the playoff runs and you know one of the things that this team has been able to do in the last you know 3-4 seasons is find ways to win games 2-1-3-2 you don't want to have to win games 4-3, 5-4. Four, four. 
but it's early. It's still early in the season. Relatively speaking, we're not quite to the quarter mark of uh, of the season where things are at. And uh, so, the, again, a work in progress still early on in the season. But as I've mentioned before, they got two points. Two points in the standings and keep munching points. Put yourself in a position where you don't have to chase. Right? And that's the same thing about last year. They were right there with the Florida Panthers for the first four months of the season, right? So they put themselves in a position where maybe they weren't at their best down the stretch. And I have this conversation every year with many people. Oh, they're playing like that in March. They're going to be done in April. It's not how it works. Didn't work that way last year. Um, And they, of course, go on to uh, get to the Stanley Cup final. Um, So get points early in the year. Don't have to chase. Uh, Another thing to take out of this game. How about the play of Ian Cole of late? You know, he's not known as a guy who's going to stand out in the offensive zone in particular. He's not going to wow you with some of his moves. He was brought in to kind of be the hard-nosed guy, right? The tough minutes, the heavy minutes, the the penalty killing, the shot blocking, those type of parts of his game. But he made two huge plays offensively tonight. First of all, he's playing on the right side with Victor Hedman because of the injuries to Eric Chernak and Cal Foote. They've moved him up to uh, play on the right side with Victor Hedman to keep the Sergachev Perbix pairing together while he, um, Hayden Fleury and uh, Philippe Myers have made up the third pairing. Uh, so he's, he's playing on his offside. Not that he hasn't done it before, but he's playing his offside, which is just different looks and different reads, you know, even for a veteran guy like him. But he makes a great play on the Stamkos goal that made it 3-3 in the second period. He's got the puck back at the right point, and he sees Stamkos uh, put a stick up and call for the puck. He puts it in a perfect place to where Stamkos can uh, kind of spin his body and get his, uh, the blade of his stick on the puck and deflect it into the top corner. Huge goal to make a 3-3. And then Cole had what was going to be the game-winning goal in the third period where he makes a uh, good read because he sees Victor Hedman uh, getting ready to tee up a one-timer. So he cuts down to the circle. And he's in a really good position as Nick Paul collected the rebound and was able to kick it over to Cole. And Cole drops below the circle. Ottinger kind of creeps out a little bit. He's kind of a little too too far off his goal line, a little high in the crease. And Cole is able to kind of do a little dipsy-do move real quick to tuck the puck in and make it 4-3, his first goal in a lightning uniform. So he finishes with a goal and an assist. And... You know, he's he's stepped right in. He had a slow start to the season, obviously missed the first three games uh, because of the uh, the situation, uh, the accusations made against him uh, off the ice, uh, which, of course, turned out to be false. Uh, but he's come in of late, and he's starting to kind of feel and look and get to his game and get into a little bit of a groove, uh, a comfort level, if you will, uh, in a new team. You know, we talk about Brandon Hagel and the struggles he had last year somewhat coming into a new team. And, you know, even, you know, 
that was the first time Hagel had ever been traded, first time he'd ever been with a new team. You know, it's a little different for Ian Cole, who's, you know, been around the league a while now, you know, played more than 10 seasons with Pittsburgh and um, Colorado and Carolina and St. Louis. You know, so he's been around to different locker rooms. Um, But he's coming here and he's starting to pick up the system more, getting a comfort level within the system more. And I thought played easily his best game of the season. And not just because of the goal and the assist. There were other aspects of his game. Just making good, solid reads. Making good passes out of the zone. And and being physical in the sense that he's disrupting the puck carrier. Or he's pinching guys off along the wall. Right? Just good reads and an understanding of the game that he has. To where... You know, we've talked so much in the early part of this season defensively about Cal Foot, about Victor Hedman, Mikhail Sergachev. You know, Nick Perbix has just been a, a unexpected surprise uh, as well as he's playing early in the year. And we haven't talked much about Ian Cole with the exception of what went on right before the season started. But he's really settling into a, a really solid opportunity and a solid a part of his game and showing exactly who he is and who he can be. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. You know, look, the Lightning preach their defensemen to be up in the play, to be involved in the offense, you know, the whole five-man unit that you talk about and and hear about uh, quite a bit. Uh, And he understands that. He understands all of that. And he's starting to to find his his groove here a little bit with this team. And, you know, I was talking with uh, Bobby the Chief Taylor on the pregame skate show, which, of course, you can hear one hour before every game on the Strike 102.5 HD Channel 2 for those who have HD-capable radios as well as on Lightning Radio 24-7 on the TuneIn Network. We're live from Cigar City Tap Room right there at Amelie Arena uh, adjacent to the plaza uh, one hour before every home game and then on the air as well one hour before every road game. So we are on the air before every game this season. And we were talking... um, about how um, this team is, uh, you know, trying to find quote-unquote closers, right? Like how much over the past couple of years have we looked at the likes of Anthony Sorelli and Barkley Goodrow and Ryan McDonough and, and guys that are out there to close out games? Well, one of the things that the Lightning have done with, with Mikhail Sergachev, Sergachev, you know, primarily on the left side, but especially the last couple of years, he would take shifts on the right side with Victor Hedman late in games, right, when you're protecting leads in particular. Well, what you're going to see right now 
is Ian Cole getting the opportunity to play on the right side with Victor Hedman. So just keep that in your mind as we get deeper into the season when it comes to trying to close out games and how often perhaps they throw Cole out on the right side because now you have Hedman and Sergachev 1-2 on the left side. Throw out Cole on the right side with Hedman. He's figured out very quickly how to play with him, which is not easy. Like if, if you hear the post-game comments from Ian Cole, I, I did ask him, uh, you know, how he was able to kind of read the play on his goal. And, like, he understood that Victor Hedman was getting ready to tee up for a, a one-timer, so he knew he wasn't going to get the puck. So he read that and moved down on the play a little bit. You know, you take a few strides down low, and things kind of went his way um, with Nick Paul getting the puck to him. But that's something to keep in mind with Ian Cole kind of moving forward. Does he kind of take on some of those former Sergachev minutes on the right side with Hedman late in games. I think we're going to start to see that when the team is healthy, um, you know, when they get healthier. And, and we're getting close to that point. I know a lot of people are asking about Zach Bogosian. Uh, getting closer, getting closer. Uh, John Cooper said the hope was before Thanksgiving. We're now down to three games. Before Thanksgiving, the Calgary Flames are here on Thursday night. They're at Nashville on Saturday, and then the Boston Bruins are in town the Monday of Thanksgiving week. Uh, so we're getting close to Bogosian coming back. We'll see with Foot and Chernak. John Cooper, I asked John Cooper during the morning skate where things stood with Foot and Chernak. He said the hope is maybe one of them is able to come back on Thursday. So I would keep an eye on Eric Chernak, who's probably the most likely candidate to be back. But he said both of them uh, hopefully could be ready by the weekend. Uh, so again, that's in Nashville on Saturday um, to have both Cal Foot and Eric Chernak at least available to play. Whether they get in the lineup or not remains to be seen. Uh, then, of course, we get closer to that roster decision that I mentioned uh, after Sunday's game about uh, you know which defenseman goes, who who gets put on waivers, or potentially who gets traded. Because you bring Bogosian back right now, you don't have an open roster spot because of the the addition of Rudolph Spousers. So you don't have an open roster spot to begin with, and plus you're not going to carry nine defensemen anyway. So whether it's Myers, whether it's Foote, whether it's it's uh, Flurry, no matter who it is, there do, there's going to have to be a roster move made with a defense uh, as we get closer to Bogosian's return. Uh, but, you know, look, I could easily see Bogosian and Cole being paired together if, if you know that happens you I'm sure you'll see Hedman with Chernak as we've seen through a good portion of the season the Sergachev Perbix uh, pairing has been pretty good and then you have Cole and Bogosian most likely as your third pairing but I could easily see again Cole jumping up and, and taking some shifts on the right side with Victor Hedman uh, especially late in games so just kind of keep an eye on that with Ian Cole um what else do we have um talked about the the um, maturity or, or learning uh, not to sag. We talked about Stamkos' 500th career assist. We talked about Alex Kalorn uh, getting the winner. Uh, Nick Paul, big game from Nick Paul. Goal and an assist. He was great in the faceoff circle. Uh, Nikita Kucherov tonight. Boy, he had so many open open looks or opportunities that were somewhat open. Uh, he finished with 15 shot attempts, seven shots on goal, three were blocked, five missed the net. He was just firing pucks from everywhere 
Um, so a big game from Nikita Kucherov. Couple of uh, you know moments with him. I think the stat sheet. I I don't believe the stat sheet in this case, but the stat sheet said seven giveaways. I don't think seven giveaways because if he actually had seven giveaways, my Twitter feed would have blown up. Just how it works. Uh, but a, a pretty big game from Nikita Kucherov. One thing also kind of keep an eye on here that I noticed at points during the game where, and, and it came after power plays, lightning power plays, where pierre Edward Belmar did not come out. It was Vlad Nemestikov that came out and took a shift with Pat Maroon and Cole Kepke. Now the ice time at the end of the night for Maroon, Kepke, and Belmar were right in line, all within the eight to nine minute range Uh, But we had talked about in the last podcast who might come out of the lineup if Balsters gets in. I don't know if we have a definitive answer on that, but I did hint that maybe Belmar is the guy. We'll see what Thursday brings. The team does not have practice on Wednesday, so we'll see what happens with the the Calgary Flames in town on Thursdays uh, and whether Balsters is able to get into the lineup and then who potentially might come out. All right, so those are some of my quick thoughts after a 5-4 overtime win for Tampa Bay. By the way, this is the first, only the second time this year that Jake Ottinger had allowed more than two goals in a game, and the line got five on him. He came in with a 1.80 goals against average and a 9.34 save percentage. Uh, So they were able to get five past Jake Ottinger tonight, which is not something uh, many teams have been able to accomplish uh, on on this part of the season, Ottinger has been really good. Dallas has been really good. So again, a pretty big win here for Tampa Bay to um, find a way to pull this game out and, and get two pretty important points in the standings. The first of three straight games against Western Conference opponents. As I mentioned, Calgary Thursday at Nashville on Saturday. All right, I will try and uh, check back in after the game against the Calgary Flames on Thursday. And again, if you haven't subscribed to my pod, uh, my website podcast is the coupon code and i'm going to keep stressing this you have two outlets that are covering this team on a regular basis i'm one of them if you love the lightning if you appreciate the work i do here on the podcast i get more in depth on some of my analysis stuff and of course player features and and stuff like that on the website Uh, so please share this let your friends know that let your fellow lightning fans know that And uh, let's keep this thing rolling. All right, we'll check back in on Thursday. Talk to you then. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.